2: Hey everybody, welcome in. It's the third hour of the Don and Steve experience on My 107.1. Nice we'll talk is life. fun. It is, and at 11.30 today, we're just a half hour away, uh, we're going to play the Millennial X Games as we do on Wednesdays. I'll represent the Millennials, you'll represent Gen Xers. The winner of we'll two Lifelines who will call in, the winner of that will get tickets to see tonight Panic at the Disco. So this is the biggest prize we've ever had for that's fantastic. our little Millennial X game. So that's <laughs> coming up at 11.30 um, there was a kind of a little study situation that was done about how many shows people have on their list of mm-hmm. things to watch.
1: Oh, my list is
2: growing. And, and that's everybody too, yeah. right? It's always like you add a thing, you add a thing, you add a thing, but it's not like life ever suddenly gets unbusy. We're like, we, wow, I have all this time to watch and we stuff
1: used to have So the, the options were fewer. And so now you're like, well, this looks good and that looks good too. And so does this, like the way that they're pumping out content now. Yeah. It's like, ah,
2: the options were less. And also when it was only on television, Mm -hmm. you did not have an option to, oh, I'll put that on my list. Your list was, you better sit down Tuesday night at eight o'clock and watch the show Mm -hmm. or else you don't get to watch the show. It's not like in the late nineties or early two thousands, you could even say, oh, I skipped season three of home improvement. I want to go back and watch it. And now you're like,
1: I'll watch it later. Yes,
2: the fact that they give us the option, we have more to choose from. And since we can pick and choose when we watch it, it's very easy, I think, to get a list of shows that you don't watch. Like, we're just set up to not watch a lot of shows. There
1: were, because we were talking earlier about how many streaming services and they're Mm -hmm. consolidating and all these things. I just went through and did a purge. And turned off three of my streaming services because I am so behind on oh. my list oh. that I said, you know what? I'm not going to get to those shows That's that smart. I'm hanging on to for right now. And you yeah. don't get like a a, uh, a bonus for staying in something. It's like, just turn it back on. That's so sweet. I had turned off my Hulu, my oh. Netflix, and... Um, uh, you already
2: got two heavy hitters there. Yeah, in the I turned the world. those two off
1: because I'm like, by the time I get around to those, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I prioritized my Disney Plus and my Paramount Plus stuff, yep. so I kept those two because I'm yeah. like, I'm still behind on like Star Trek Discovery. I'm still trying. I'm mm-hmm. behind on those. I I I haven't watched all the new She Hulk stuff. I'm like, I knew I was behind on those. I'm yeah. gonna watch those first. So I just kind of said, you're not gonna. You know, you're not going to get to Stranger Things anytime soon. Yeah. It's just not a priority. That's Even smart. though I want to watch it, I just am not going to watch it anytime soon.
2: And it's smart to just say, like, okay, I'm going to be in a Hulu zone for the next couple of months. Exactly. So cancel Netflix, uh-huh. cancel Disney Plus, cancel. Instead of, I sort of just feel like, oh, well, I'm going to come back to that other one. And so I'll just keep it. And there yeah. it goes, 15 bucks a month. Exactly. So I'm like, I'll just and-
1: turn it back. Because it's instant to turn it back on. You just it out. So I'm like, by the time I'm like, yeah. if I want to sit here and all of a sudden I had a Friday night for you and I'm going to start watching something, then I'll just turn it back on. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: There's yeah. wisdom in that. Well, according to a new poll, the average person has 13 TV shows mm-hmm. and 16 movies on their watch list.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Yes.
2: That's about 104 hours worth of content. 68% of us think it'll be nearly impossible to get through all of it. Um, the top, Shows that are on people's list, I'll go just the top five quick are Stranger Things, Game Mm -hmm. of Thrones, Mm -hmm. The Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, and Squid Game. Mm -hmm. Uh, By the way, we mentioned it earlier. Let me just hit this real quick. The creator of Squid Game has heard about this Squid Game reality show Mm -hmm. that I think is coming to Netflix. Uh, He's saying he's not too bothered by it, saying, quote, what I hope is that they will be carrying on my vision and intention as much as possible for the show. He adds, quote, I think that even though our show does carry quite a heavy message, speaking of Squid Game, uh, whenever you take things too seriously, that's really not the best way to go for the entertainment industry. So Squid Game, The Challenge, is a 10-episode series with a prize of $4.56 million, Mm -hmm. which is, I believe, um, coming to Netflix. But let's go around Hmm. the horn here quick. What's on the, pick only one show. What's the one show that you haven't, Started that is on your list. So, this isn't like I need to finish Obi Wan. I'm talking like, what's the show that you have been meaning to start? And it could be, I just haven't started the latest season of it. Yeah. But what's at the top of your list? If I say, well, fine, I'm wiping out the rest of your list of things you haven't seen yet, a season you haven't started yet, everything else is going away. Mm-hmm. You get to watch one. What's on the top of your list? Rocco, does Mike know where the he Let's does. Make a list, list is? Just give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it a list. Thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you bring up Obi-Wan. That would be the thing. I'm like, I was excited to watch that. That's what I was like, "Ah, I'm going to do it. And now I haven't cracked it at all.
2: You'll at love all. it. I think you'll love it.
1: Yeah. I'm I, I I agree with you. I'm like, there's nothing about it, even when I because I'm one of those people that I don't avoid spoilers because I know it might take me so long to do it. That's not fair to all of my friends to be like, don't tell me about it yeah, for the year yeah. that it's gonna take me to get around and watch it. <laughs> That's silly. Um but there's nothing about it that is I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna watch that. Right. I'm ready. That's still top on my list.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put at the top of my list and it just came out last week, is Cobra Kai, oh, the latest okay. season. Mm-hmm. We really have enjoyed the first three season, or was it mm-hmm. four season? seasons? Ah, whatever it is, we've really enjoyed that show. And it's delightfully campy, but also has its dramatic flair to it as well. I like
1: that flow, like a variety in a show.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like the All-Valley uh, Karate Tournament, of course, is <laughs> based on Karate Kid. When I was in L.A. a couple weeks ago, they had a big billboard, that said, like they they themed it as though it was real, like All Valley, and then it was like Cobra Kai opening new dojos soon, and so I was like, oh, that's a cute little bit of marketing. Um, producer Mike, yeah, top of your list can be movie, can be yep. TV show.
3: We do the same thing, Miss Shannon described. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just got HBO again because I can't miss a single episode of House of the Dragon, so Big I have up. to be watching mm-hmm. that. Oh, so okay. because we've just done HBO Max though, that's now opened up Succession to us. So ah. we have never watched an episode. Mm-hmm. It's one we keep sitting down like we're about to and. Then something comes up, and we just can't get on the same page. But eventually, that's number one.
2: All right. I've watched one episode of that while assembling a jumperoo, which is a little downstairs thing for the basement. (laughs) So you
1: weren't paying attention.
2: I was twisting things and screwing things in. That looks
1: like the kind of show that you kind of need to be looking at, because otherwise you'll miss the 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 nuances that you need like certain things where I'm like yes. maybe I even want to put the subtitles on did I miss something with the accent
2: yeah yeah I feel like I I don't think you're meant to be assembling furniture <laughs> no that's a show that <laughs> while I would watching have to... succession right. which just one I think at the emmys mm-hmm. um again it got some more emmys love uh DJ Rock Lobster the show yes. or movie at the top of your list
4: um you know it's funny cuz when I saw that we wanted to do a list here I started making my list the one that I
2: want to get to is Succession. Mm, okay. Oh, my, oh, and you Booby and, and your new boy crush uh, producer That's Mike. We
4: right. <laughs> could have viewing parties there together. We go.
2: Oh yeah, I you, like it, Mike. You should know this about Rocco. He would happily get like do a social get together virtually any night of the week That's at true. the drop of a hat. Like if I said to him right now, "Hey, dude, could I come over tonight and watch <laughs> something on your projector?" he would try <laughs> as hard amazing. as he could to make it happen. Yeah. Whereas one of my least favorite things is the potential of a social gathering. Really? Huh? I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm just more a of a social introvert. I think I'm an extrovert with introverted, uh, Tendencies, yeah.
1: So I think that that's why I called you a social interview. Like you, okay. you can be around people, but it saps you. <laughs> you don't get fueled being around people.
2: Is that you know, it? but I kind of do. But I also really appreciate time with just my family, mm. meaning like my wife and kids. Yeah, because once other people come in. It changes the, especially if you're looking to connect with your kids, when other families come over, you just have to know, okay, this is no longer a kid time. You're not with the kids. This is, you're hanging out with the adults, primarily connecting with them. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, my preferred evening is like, let's gather everybody, everybody get in your jammies early. Let's get the lights low, get a little bowl of candy. Let's watch a movie or a few shows together. Whereas Rocco's like, he wants to go to first ab, go to some greasy (laughs) diner afterward he just, he just is very like the variety. social. I'm more, I'm, I'm more likely to run around.
1: I'm more likely to run around. I'm like Rocco. So it takes a while for me to like go, no, let me just sit up in the house. Like usually the only reason I end up sitting in the house is if I plan to go do something and it canceled.
2: Oh, which is my dream.
1: And then I'm like, oh, neat. Okay, that's fine. I totally huh. can sit up in the house too. But
2: <laughs> Mike, do you stay at
3: home a lot? A uh, little, little mix of both. I'd say in, I'm in the same category there, but uh, yeah, watch a lot of
2: TV. May I ask a personal question? And, yeah, uh, Despite Ms. Shannon probably discouraging that you,
1: But you asked him. May yeah, I ask okay. It? Yeah, okay.
2: Um, wh- where about do you live in the Twin Cities? <laughs> I'm actually going to be soon moving <laughs> <laughs> up
3: here. Um, I'm actually down in Rochester right now, so we're working our way up.
2: <laughs> That's a good question to ask somebody. <laughs> so you know geographically, is sure. this a West Metro guy? Nope. no. no. East Metro. Soon to be South.
3: So South. Nice. South Yeah. Could you please Berstner. give out the, the, the house number? Could you, like,
1: could you let me know? I just want to go see your neighborhood. It's Is it a cul-de-sac, Mike?
2: Got you like- you know any trees? <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. Uh, when we come back, speaking of, what's a city that you would least like to move to? Mm. I lived in a city for three years that truly would have been at the absolute top of my list and ended up loving it. Uh, there was an interesting survey about it. There was one city that was on number four on the least like to move to and number four on the most like to move to. Move to It was on okay. both lists. So we'll talk about it when we come back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, welcome back. It's Don and Steve. The experience on My Talk 107.1 where talk is fun. <laughs> say the L, guys. It's there. The L is in talk. We will say every letter on this show. Okay.
1: I can follow along. Miss Shannon is mm-hmm. at
2: the point of the show where she is now seeing the weirdness of me.
1: But I, it's not like I just met you. I'm,
2: I know, but you get it anew each time that we're together where I, I don't really evolve. No. I sort I, of maintain my... Uh, you
1: presume I had an expectation. <laughs> That you would be a different person than the last time I talked
2: to you. See, I'm like a security blanket for people. They're like, hey, that guy hasn't grown at all. You are
1: authentically you, which I think is what we all strive for. And so I'm not surprised. And
2: (laughs) I think that
1: having an expectation, I look at it this way. You're the same person that I met, you know, four years ago. There we go. So I'm not surprised. That's like when people go, why did you do X, Y, and Z? Shouldn't your ex-husband do it? I'm like, I know he didn't do it when I was married. Why do I expect him to be a different person?
2: Isn't that silly? is happiness in life, not like contentment or joy or meaning or anything like that, but happiness is so reliant on expectations. Mm -hmm. And if we all just adjust our expectations, I'm not saying don't have big, have big visions, have dreams, all of that. I'm all, I'm in favor of all of that stuff. But like on an individual experience, like when you go to lunch, lower your expectation that whatever you're going to have, wherever you're going to go, isn't going to be the best meal you've ever had. But it's going to be lunch.
1: And when you read, like because I do read a lot of uh, those type of books, when you read yeah, about it, this. when they talk about attachments, like attaching to this outcome that you can't control and those things, that's where, back to what you're saying, it impacts your happiness because you've attached to this outcome when it's, well, let's just see. Let's just be present and we'll just see yes. how this goes. Yes. It might be even more joyous or it might be, eh. But it will happen, so we'll just see what happens.
2: My um. wife will often say, if I will ask her, "How was lunch?" Mm-hmm. She'll say, uh, "Or how was the sandwich?" It wasn't my favorite. Now I know that's just a, <laughs> that's a common thing that she says, mm-hmm. but then it has been the source of um, petty uh, marriage arguments <laughs> gotcha. before. Where I am like, "There is only you. Only ever have one best. Like the, mm-hmm. at the end of time, only one of the meals you ever had will be the best." She has expect, expectations high for. Each meal, she wants it to taste good. Each customer service encounter, she's like, oh, I want this to be good. I want this. Whereas I have lowered my expectations (laughs) of people, of food, Mm -hmm. even, you know.
1: Right. I I think, I mean, I I guess I'm trying to figure out how to articulate this. It's not that I really lowered my expectations. I released having an expectation about certain things. Mm. It's Mm -hmm. more of a, okay, I may think through here's the way it could go. But I'm open, but that's just because the planner in me likes to go, well, ideally, this is what would happen. Sure. But I'm open to other options if it doesn't go that way. That's And good. to see what I could, you know, what I could learn from it or what might happen.
2: I feel better having talked about all that. Yeah. Hey, let's get nerdy, Mike, shall we?
1: Studies have shown that...
2: Studies have shown that the microbial
4: Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve.
2: There's a website, homebay.com. They just conducted a uh, comprehensive survey on the cities and the states that we would most like to move to. Mm -hmm. And also the ones that we would least like to move to. Okay. So how about this? Uh, Among the 50 biggest cities in the country... There was one city that was the least desirable city to move to and was also number four on the most desirable cities to move to. So it made both.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson.
2: To the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind
2: all of this is Chris Jenner
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday,
4: so
2: the fun never ends. Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Lists. Mm-hmm. So there's a love hate with this city. It's one of the big fifty cities in the country. What city do you think made the list as the top place I don't want to move to and the fourth place on the places that I do want to move okay,
1: to? Okay, I will toss this out there. I'll say Chicago.
2: All right, Chicago. We're mm-hmm. taking a shot at the Midwest. Yes. Mm-hmm. What if I told you it's the city of angels, Los Angeles, I California? I can see that as
1: well. That would have been in my, my top three.
2: Um, mm-hmm. Let's start positive. The most desirable city they say to move to is Virginia Beach, Virginia.
1: Oh, okay. Have you been?
2: I've never been. I haven't been
1: either. All
2: I right. like the beach part. Mm-hmm. sounds like we're near the water, the ocean out on the the Atlantic Ocean. When I, I see it on the wonder, travel
1: channel, it does look lovely, but I know that those are skewed to look lovely. They are. But it does look lovely.
2: Framing is everything. Mm-hmm. I'm always concerned with Virginia, any East Coast state, about humidity. Humidity sucks the fun out of life. Mm. And that, like any day, if it's humid, I'm like, okay, this is dumb. Even when I was in L.A. recently, there was a day it was 112 degrees in Burbank. And humid not humid. Okay. Not humid and I walked out and I said, "You know, it's a burner today. No doubt about that." But in in some ways it felt like a better weather. It, better weather to experience 112 and dry than 88 and humid.
1: Possibly. I mean, I grew up in dry heat and still would prefer to be cold. Like, I cuz I grew up in Phoenix. And so I'm like, yeah. Oh
2: my god. And gosh. Phoenix would
1: be on my list. I wouldn't you would it, I I can't think of a reason. And I know one exists. I would not move back to Phoenix. I left Phoenix intentionally. I do not want to go back there. I do not miss that city. It's boring. It's just gross. It's just the. it's hot. It's bad economy, bad culture. Not interested in going back to Phoenix.
2: Okay, well, the culture I won't be able to overcome. But Mm -hmm. what if we just think of the weather and change it to Palm Springs, let's say. What about, let's look into the crystal ball. Mm -hmm. And in 30 years, Miss Shannon is just looking for a place to... Settle down, unwind. Does the snowbird in you kick in at all where you're like, nope. you know what, I want a fourth quarter of life, then I'm going back to the heater.
1: I would pick something more temperate in nature that had a bit of a winter, so maybe not as harsh as our winter. So I'd be I'd go for a Las Cruces, New Mexico y type thing Ooh. if I was gonna do desert again. I would oh, not yeah. I would not be back in for real desert.
2: Virginia Beach, Virginia was followed by Seattle, then San Diego, mm. and then L.A. came up on that list as well. But again, I L.A. Love
1: San Diego, I wouldn't mind living there either. And that's mm-hmm. a
2: different bird than yeah. L.A. Yeah, I mean absolutely. it's just more temperate and all mm-hmm. that. Um, I lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico, for three years. It was. Legitimately, like I would never want to move there, move there, live there for three years. Absolutely loved it. I can Life see has that. a funny way of doing that. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, we need two people to call a millennial and a Gen Xer for a chance to win Panic at the Disco uh, tickets tonight. They're in concert. 651 641 1071. We're going to play the Millennial X Games. Call now. 651 641 1071. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back it's the don and steve experience on my talk 1071 we've got donna valentine on vacation today Mm -hmm. uh, but we have miss shannon in which is great we have got producer mike who is actually uh getting all things prepped because dj rock lobster leaves for vacation tomorrow so uh that's who makes up our team today i do want to make sure that everybody knows about our listener rewards this month new listener rewards in the month of september which is just about halfway done my friends you can enter to win three months of pet food from origin plus gift cards to athleta caribou and more everything up for grabs and listener rewards can be seen on the app download it today or i just want to say at i talk Mike
1: probably because mike hangs out with me on sundays oh yeah aren't our sunday shows so much easier like there's less buttons. Just
2: yeah, quite a bit, bit different. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, Mike is now yes. off to the side because DJ Brock lobster is yes. like, wait, this is going to because... get too crazy for him. <laughs> well, there's wheels to spare. I don't and... know
4: if he knows how to operate the wheels, so I'm going to have to show him. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's huge it's, and it's yeah, diamond encrusted. So... Yeah.
1: And, mm-hmm. uh, so it's insurance. a little pointy. It's a little yeah. pointy. Yeah. Yeah. We've had
2: people injured before
4: mm-hmm. on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you guys want to play the game? We lined up some uh, callers. Yes. All that. Let's okay, do it. Here goes. Generation X versus Millennials. <laughs> these are the millennial x games steve the millennial (sighs) i can't even versus donna the gen xer
1: like totally awesome
4: and here's your host dj rock lobster lobster that's right This is the game where I quiz the Gen Xer, in this case, Miss Shannon, about millennial things, and I quiz the millennial Steve about Gen X things. We see who does better. They each get a caller to help them. If uh, that caller uh, helps win the game tonight, they're going to go to see uh panic at the disco at the nice. x right mm-hmm. so hopefully uh chris and kyle want to do that let's talk to chris first she's the general Xer that will help steve
2: okay for one question chris hi welcome to the millennial x games how are you
0: good how are you
2: doing great now chris if you win which you're going to because we're going to absolutely dominate <laughs> this game are you prepared to go see panic at the disco tonight
0: Absolutely.
2: Oh, that's my girl.
0: I
1: appreciate the false confidence of the young man across (laughs) the studio. (laughs) That's right, because Shannon gets to work with Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Hello. Are you ready? Are you ready?
0: I think I'm ready. My content knowledge range is maybe narrow, but if you hit the
2: right area, I'll be really (laughs) ready.
1: Okay, I'm ready. I'm here for this, Kyle. I'm here for this. Thank you very much. We are a team. Well-oiled, although we have just met. Well done.
2: Kyle, one personal question, if I may.
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: Have you ever broken a bone? (laughs) 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 Kyle?
0: Oh, sorry. I didn't hear the question. Have you
2: ever broken a bone? I'm just trying to get to know you better.
0: Yes, I actually have. Oh, my gosh. Only once. Which bone? Uh, it was my wrist while rollerblading. performing oh, oh, a rollerblade
2: dance That'll do on it. On a hill.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. Do it. All right, stay safe out there. Hey, how about okay. this? I'd like to give Miss Shannon the first spin of the wheel. She's our guest this morning. Okay. okay. I feel Ready? safe?
1: I'm going to reach way up here. Okay. Yep. Ready, and Hold on tight. <laughs> there we go.
4: Movies. Movies. Okay. All right. All your questions today are going to be from the year 2001. Mm-hmm. Not the movie 2001. Gotcha. A Space Odyssey. Nope. I forgot to say the colon there, but we'll get back to it. Mm -hmm. At the 2001 Academy Awards, Benicio Del Toro won for Best Supporting Actor. It was in a film by Steven Soderbergh about the illegal drug trade shown from a number of perspectives. It also won for Best Director, Best Screenplay, and starred Michael Douglas and Don Cheadle. Name Mm. that movie. Mmm.
1: I legitimately got nothing.
0: <laughs> I, yeah,
1: all I can think of is Narcos, which isn't even a movie. Am I like I? Yeah. I'm gonna be. generous. I know all those names. I know the Don Cheadles. I know all those things. Oh, you
2: know what? I actually shouldn't be generous because now we have such a big prize on the line. So never mind. I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna stay in my lane. Now you can use. You get to use a lifeline one time. So Kyle already said I've got a narrow range of content that I'm great at. But maybe, just maybe, you'll hit it. Maybe Benicio del Toro's in that category.
1: Kyle, I'm going to pass it off to you. I'm sorry to give it to you so early.
2: Okay, here comes Kyle. All right, Kyle.
0: Oh, gosh. Wait, is it my turn?
2: Yes. Your turn. Do you know the movie oh, that Benicio Del this Toro is really in? not
0: the content range. I'm so Par. sorry. I have, I'm like, okay, Don Cheadle, mm-hmm. hmm,
2: 2001.
0: That feels pre-crash, right? And that wasn't about drugs. Um... Oh, no, I have nothing.
4: I'm so sorry. Okay. No. Um, I got, I don't know. It's a movie uh, lost to time, I guess. It was. Blow. Traffic. Traffic! traffic. It's oh. funny. Crash, blow, traffic. All, right. all one word, one time. word. Narcos, I have not seen yeah. any of those. I have okay. not seen any of those. All right. It doesn't mean the okay. game is over. Okay, yeah, stay time. on the lounge, Kyle. Okay. Kyle. You okay. could
2: still win these tickets mm-hmm. tonight.
4: Okay, spin that wheel, Steve. Ready? Ooh, music. Uh, The number one song on the Billboard charts this week in 1987 was a cover of Richie Valens' La Bamba. It was sung by what Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominated band from East L.A.? Oh.
2: (laughs) All right, let's think here. (laughs) Richie Valens. I feel like, so this is the version that I know. It's not like the... (laughs) La (laughs) La <laughs> la <laughs> Dang it, is it the, the Los Alamos boys? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go to my lifeline here right out of the shoot as well. Let's bring in uh, Chris. Hey, Chris. Uh Do you know the band in 1987 that covered La Bamba, which was originally done by Richie Valens? I'm not
1: going to give you a hint either. Not. Yeah. I'm not giving, because I could give you an easiest hint, but I'm not, because mm-hmm. it's it's panic at the disco
2: tickets. Oh, crap. All right. all right. Well, listen, Chris, it's okay. We all failed oh. so far, all of us <laughs> failed. It
1: is an even playing field. This I is good.
2: Maybe today, with the
4: prize on the line, they can just chime in every time. Okay, you know? yeah. All right, fine. We'll go to Lifeline east have some, all right. Yeah, they well, can have some help well, with their okay. own Chris date. and
2: I have jack for this.
4: Uh, you were close when you said Los Alamos, boys. Los Lobos. That's oh. right. There we go. Yeah. Correct.
2: Dang yep. it. Mm-hmm. It's
4: all right. Everybody's still alive. Caution all right, but a triple I Lifeline don't... game, yes, which like is fun. Yes, I like that.
2: I like that. Okay. Increase
4: the stakes. All right, here we Okay, here goes. Ready? Headlines. Headlines. You know, (laughs) when I decided to pick this, it occurred to me that this week in 2001, we were kind of all in the recovery of the attacks of September 11th. Correct. Um, And there was a tribute concert quickly organized called America, a tribute to heroes. Uh, It was uh, featured a slew of movie stars, music artists raising money for the victims and their families. And one of the songs that was played live was beamed in live from London. The song was called Walk On, from their album, All That You Can't Leave Behind. Can you name that band?
1: I don't know. Hope. <laughs> Remember, you do have the Lifeline.
4: Oh, okay, yeah, you, you right. want to
2: go to the Lifeline again? Triple Lifeline game.
1: All right, Kyle, do you have anything? This is hard. Ugh. Kyle, we're coming to you. Is this your area of
0: expertise? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's like it's really on the tip of my tongue. I feel, oh, gosh. Okay. Oh, god. Two thousand one. Oh, I can't do it. Maybe this
2: Kyle and so Chris, bizarre. neither of neither of them should win tickets to Panic at the Disco. <laughs> it's going to be caller <laughs> seven at the end of this.
0: So
4: uh, These are kind of <laughs> all right. We got nothing there, right? No. Do you know but, that one? Uh, I don't know. Nope. You
2: don't it know either. It was that one
4: the hmm. band You mm, oh, 2
2: Okay. Yes. Right. I already got my hands Jeez. on the wheel. Spin that right. sun gun.
4: Spin the. We're both, we talked, we started with such bravado. (laughs) Okay. All right, let's go with this one. The number one movie this week uh, in 1987 was Fatal Attraction. It was about an affair gone wrong. It was a big hit. It was number one for two months. Can you name either of the two actors involved in that fatal
2: affair? You got this one. I'm going to go Kim Basinger, final answer. Oh, my gosh.
1: No. What? (laughs) what
2: do you remember miss shannon
1: uh sharon stone
2: no no that's basic instinct it was Ah, michael Michael douglas Douglas. and glenn close
1: glenn close son of a Douglas, though
2: oh and we
4: oh you know what we blew it i didn't didn't even go go to my life lives you
1: said final answer dang
4: Uh it chris would
2: you have known that okay let's pull
4: up chris chris is probably cursing you hello chris yeah you would would you have known that one
1: I was yelling Michael Douglas. Oh, oh my gosh.
2: I Michael am s- Douglas. All right, listen, Chris, right. here's the thing. I did you dirty there, and I'm so sorry. I totally forgot <laughs> that I could access you again. It all comes down to this. Round number three, it's mm-hmm. currently zero to zero. Right, so let's One of this. the worst games we've ever played <laughs> for, the best prize <laughs> right. we've ever played for. Miss Shannon spins the wheel. Right, here. here we
4: go. Okay, here go. Boom. Boom. Music. The number one song on the Billboard charts this week in 2001 was off of Alicia Keys' debut album. It is said to be her signature song. When asked what the song was about, she said sometimes you're completely head over heels in love with someone, sometimes you can't stand that person. (laughs) Name that number one song. Uh...
1: Oh, I'm such a disappointment to myself. That's right? Maybe we can talk it out with Kyle. Yeah, because I probably played it on the radio. <laughs> <by> oh, <then.
0: laughs> this is sad.
1: Yeah, Kyle.
0: Yes, are I'm you, here.
1: Are you an Alicia Keys fan?
0: I love Alicia Keys. I am not just trying to place. Okay, what would have been 2001 and her? Let's sister, just work
1: some like what's some names, some song names.
0: Like throw them out okay, there. Okay, so so we've got you know um, like if I ain't got you. Like that. Oh, the people want it all right But is but that two thousand one? Then there is like
1: there is like New York. Hey, but I don't think it's New York. York. But I get now that. I don't think
0: that, that seems more recent.
1: I I that whole that that want it all song.
0: If I, I think got that you is, I think is what it's called, right?
1: Yeah. Let's. I I think that would. I would consider that one of her signature songs. Signature, yes. Right. Let's go with that. Let's go okay. with that, Kyle. That title are you going with? The thing. Um, yeah,
0: there's a I ain't lot got on the you, line here.
1: I ain't got, is that what we're calling it, Ty- Kyle? If I ain't got you?
0: Oh, it feels like it probably has a weirder name, but let's just <laughs> go with it. It's all I got.
1: Oh.
4: Wow. What I was it's
2: looking not for if I ain't
4: got
1: was you. Fallen. Oh. Fallen. I keep falling.
0: Oh, oh different wow. song. Yeah. Mm. All
2: right.
1: Okay, it is a different song. Yeah.
2: To get yeah. So, and you still have a chance. So.
1: Yeah, I think that that was, we workshopped that well, though. If I Ain't Got You was a solid answer, though, Kyle. So I, I'm really proud of his coming I'm up Kyle's still with alive. Kind of. He, he could yeah.
2: absolutely still win this. So, Kyle, don't go anywhere yet. Let's mm-hmm. see if uh, we can uh, pull out a win here. All right, Chris, be ready. Okay, here it goes.
4: television all right in the fall of 1987 a show debuted it was a spin-off of the Cosby show and involved daughter Denise Huxtable going to a historically black college in Virginia can you name that Cosby show spin-off
2: let's bring Chris in I, I know the answer to this, but since yeah. I steamrolled Chris last time, Chris, I want to give you the opportunity. Do you know the Cosby Show spinoff show that Rocco's talking about?
0: Oh, I can so picture her school and everything, her dorm room, I can't say the name. You
2: know what makes me feel good about this, Chris, is in the same way that I steamrolled you when you could have (laughs) essentially won it for us last round, now I get an opportunity to redeem myself and win it for you. you. You're going to see Panic at the Disco tonight, a different world final answer. That is correct. We did it! You're going to see Panic at the Disco, sister! Good job. Uh, I'm exciting. sorry, Kyle.
1: One Let's of these days, Kyle if back. you want to come to one of my comedy shows, I'll give you some free tickets. <laughs> there, you to go, so, <laughs> there, there you go, Kyle. There you go. <laughs> Hit me up on the Insta, and I'll make sure I invite you to my show. Just <laughs> put in,
2: when you slide into her DMs, just say, like, you did me dirty in the game. Exactly. Please, Goose Kyle. Egg, <laughs> zero. Yeah. She'll, she'll get it. I'm the human videos. being
1: that broke my wrist, and now you need. The, I need to make amends. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, Kyle, oh,
2: we, do, we do hope that the bone continues to heal well. Thank you for calling. Thanks. Bye. All right, bye, bye. bye And And uh, Chris, congrats. You stay on the line. DJ Rock Lobster will uh, let you know the information how you will get your Panic at the Disco tickets for tonight. Meanwhile, we will take a quick break and wrap things up here on the Don and Steve Experience when we come back. Thanks for hanging out on My Talk. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk one, where talk is fun. We have got Miss Shannon uh, hanging out for a vacationing Donna Valentine today. Do you have Mi- big
1: plans this weekend? Because I'm not going to see you the rest of the week. What are you doing? Uh,
2: that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this weekend, am going to a football game. Okay. My little guy is 10, oh. and so he's in peewee football for the first year. <laughs> he really wanted to play tackle football. I like uh,
1: football at that age when it's coached appropriately. It's a lot of standing there and pointing and going that way for real. Remember? Yes. I I like it though, but it's fun.
2: Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's been very fun. We got to go out and watch a game last night. Mm -hmm. Um, They were playing against Orono. So you got to drive up to Orono and go watch the game, but they were under the lights. So he was excited because it was an evening game. And I mean, you're just on an adjunct field where they draw lines on next to the elementary school. Mm -hmm. But the amazing thing is me and other dads who are like there and, you know, my wife was there and all this, but I find myself huddling with these other dads who we can't sit during the game. We don't don't ever (laughs) want to sit and we are pacing the sideline. And here's my goal Hmm. to never be the crazy dad. No, I'm not trying to get thrown out of any place or anything like that. And it's all like, listen, it's all fun, right? right? We're living in America and we are playing sports on a weeknight it or a weekend. It could be very
1: supportive. And like yes. that So me and some of my Dungeons and Dragons friends okay. are going to the Renaissance Festival on Saturday.
2: Okay. Yes. Now, wait a minute. Hang on. <laughs> Follow-up questions. How many will we get to? Um, are you wearing a costume?
1: Uh, not a full-on costume. My friends are, though. I am just uh, basically wanderer adjacent. So I have like a peasanty thing and my walking staff and some stuff that I'm taking in my
2: books. Okay. Yeah. Wait a second. So, like, it's like
1: It's not a full-on like...
2: That sounds yeah, like a costume, though. So yeah, but wearing... there's
1: other people that are full of regalia, full Ren's Fest, authentic-y looking, quite all the hoops and stuff like that. I look pirate-adjacent, basically, <laughs> is what I am. You know, um, I'll send you
2: pictures. Peasant yep. gear,
1: correct. So it looks like I understood the assignment, but I did not fall. And I am trying a to get extra credit. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not a wench. I'm a rogue. So it looks rogue, Jason, kind of thing. So wench got a little, is I'm, a uh, I'm lady not a wench. who's
2: looking for love.
1: Well, possibly okay. kind of thing, or just a little. You know, I feel like there's more agency in not being a wench. You know, okay, kind of yeah. Thing. I'm not knowing that. So yeah, so that's that's what we're doing on mm-hmm. Saturday.
2: Listen, I have mm-hmm. more follow up questions. Yes. I've only been to the Renaissance Festival one time. Really. It happened, and I live in Chaska, so it's You're about right eight there. minutes away from when where I we When I lived are. in
1: Eden Prairie, I used to go multiple times. A All the
2: time. Mm-hmm. The only day that I've been there, mm-hmm. it was super hot. Yeah. And it had rained a lot the day before, and we had littles. We were in a stroller oh. situation, so it was muddy. puddly, muddy, mm-hmm. crowded, hot. Did you if, let
1: the kids play in the mud? No. See, that's the place <laughs> to let them play in the mud.
2: I, it probably would have. been. <laughs> we should have just given into it. But I'm thinking, if I went there, I'd be interested to go there at a time when it was ill-attended, so maybe early in the morning on a Saturday or Sunday or, I don't know, like the evening on a Thursday. If you want it to be
1: ill-attended, because it's not open on Thursdays. It's only open, like, you know, there's one Friday that it's open, and then there's one, um, like, Labor Day it's usually open. You know, kind of thing. So those are the least busy.
2: Otherwise, it's a Saturday-Sunday situation. Yes, exactly.
1: And so we're going kind of early, because that's before you get super you know, you know, shoulder crunched in there, state fair yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's you know, and it's kind of a hike getting in there because of the way the parking works. Yes. So you want to go like. And get there, get parked, just get in and then hang out. But when I used to take, you know, my kiddo, I would go early and then we would leave early
2: before yeah. I got too busy. I think that's a great way to do it. That's mm-hmm. I kind of feel that way about the state fair, too. I Absolutely. always tell people, go get breakfast yes. at the state fair.
1: When it's before it's so crowded that you can't yes. manipulate any scenario of walking through this whole thing with your kids.
2: But see, some people go to the Ren Fest and they think, OK, I will never go back there. And other people are like, I will never miss the Renaissance Festival. Yeah, I'm more I'm, of a I'm go in between all the time. there. Yeah. Um, I, and I really appreciated some of that stuff. My grandfather used to like Renaissance Festival mm-hmm. things, and so I, 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 and I like, you know, I like fantasy movies. Yeah. I like movies that are. My set- mom
1: used to take me when I was a kid, and we were growing up. In Is that right? There was one there that we'd go to, and then we moved here. That was what we went to. Like before I started working in media, I never went to the fair.
2: Yeah, but I'd right. go to the Renfest. Right. Yeah. Huh.
1: So I don't know if know. I'm friends with some of the performers and stuff. So it'll be fine. We'll go wander around.
2: There's a guy who is a who's a part of it. Who also is he does in uh, in arena entertainment.
1: Yeah, that's Jim Cunningham. He's yes, a of mine. Jim yeah. Cunningham. Yeah. Yes, he's a great guy.
2: And we had him on. Uh, uh, Twin Cities Live, mm-hmm. like they were live out at the Wren Fest and they were very entertaining. He he's and his fabulous. cohort, they were super entertaining, as he, he is the at the of Wild Fantasy. Games. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, he's fantastic.
2: All right. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Jim Cunningham yes. and uh, the Wren Fest. And let's uh, let's do a little check of your weather to see. I want to yeah. see how the weather's going to be for I you this saw, weekend. I
1: thought it said 70s. Like it seemed like tomorrow was going to, I mean, this weekend was going to be nice.
2: Uh, let's see. You're going on Saturday? Yes. We got a high of 80. That's not bad. bad. 77 on Friday, Mm -hmm. 80, 81 on Sunday. So, a nice weekend to Mm -hmm. get out and enjoy some of that. It looks like by the end of next week, some of the fall weather will maybe officially be arriving as we have highs in the low 60s. There we go. Mm -hmm. Which I'm excited for that because, ladies and gentlemen, my fire pit arrives today in the mail. I got a tiki. Brand like the Tiki Torch. Yes, I got a Tiki brand fire pit that's supposed to be one of those smokeless. I fire have pits. a
1: smokeless that I I put together, but I have not used yet, so we can you okay. pictures. Okay, try it because I got it prepared. Do you I have, you have not the solo anything.
2: stove, the one that's like stainless steel looking? Yes. Okay, so this one is a similar concept. It's the same kind of thing, and people mm-hmm. love their solo stoves, but it has like a black exterior to it. It comes with legs and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm. But, so we'll send pictures of each other and see if it works. Okay,
2: okay and I yeah. will also um, give you a, a report as to whether or not it works because I want to. I want to see how smokeless the operation right. is because that have, kills the fire I have
1: lots of wood all prepared because oh, I had done some with my with my chainsaw I think I'm prepared I'm no, just gonna do it. Right. Yeah, yes. exactly so that was that's on the agenda as well so we can use we can we can trade photos of our smokeless fire pits and see how it goes
2: and you know what and I truly did not plan to end with tree talk <laughs> but there's a tree in my yard that the builders put in that I'm taking down because it's dying yeah. and I'm gonna put in another tree
0: <laughs> thank you
2: thank you very much I'm going to cut that tree down, and I'm going to burn it it in my fire pit. There we go. There we go. Uh, Miss Shannon, uh, where can people follow you on social?
1: MissShannon.com. Shannon Shannon with an A. It's also Miss Shannon on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and all that stuff. Mm
2: -hmm. Plug into uh, her different socials in her website to know when you can see her entertaining people all around the Twin Cities and beyond. DJ Brock Lobster, enjoy vacation. Producer Mike, thank you so much. Uh, Kalina Bradley, coming in next. Love you long time.